Hi, my name is Shandell Short and welcome to my podcast where I will share all of the things that I am obsessed with. Self-love, healing, health, humor, and helping others navigate through the messy and magical chapters of this thing called life. I'm a small town girl who's always had a curious mind and committed to breaking glass ceilings. I took a rock bottom moment to uncover everything I could learn about the invisible threads that hold us back in life. On this podcast, I will share my perspectives. I will engage in thought provoking conversations with some of my favorite people, maybe inspire you to ask yourself questions, heal something from your past, connect you with like-minded people, or take that big leap that you've been wanting to take. There'll be lots of real talk. Think of it as sitting down with your big sister. No topics are off the table, so be prepared to be challenged, encouraged while you learn. excited to be back. And if you're like, Chanel, you're the only one that left. I know. I get it. I am okay, but I've been dealing with some health health stuff lately and uh, just needed to kind of scale back on some things I was doing. And unfortunately, this was one, but I did not stop thinking of you guys and was really feeling bad about not putting more podcasts out. But instead, what I did was I took a lot of notes. I watched a lot of documentaries, read some books, did um, some studying, I guess. I was consuming and uh, so that I have more things to create, even though I have so many topics to still cover that I promised you guys and I will get there. But um, tonight's topic is going to be people-pleasing. And this might be so completely blatantly obvious to some of you, but I don't know why. But when I heard it this way, positioned this way, and I don't even remember who first told me this, or I don't know if it was a coach, a therapist, I don't know, if TikTok. I feel like I learned so much on TikTok, but um, I've always known that it's like, you know, people pleasing is, you know, saying yes too much, not having too many, or not having boundaries, and you know, feeling like um, you need to be there for others all the time. And, you know, that's that's what good people do. And, you know, it's kindness and you need to... But then, of course, learning about self-love and really understanding that self-love is about bringing the awareness back to you, your body, yourself. I learned over time, you know, to like set boundaries and knowing my limits. You know, I always, uh, if you've heard me talk about it before, I don't know if I've talked about it on here, but I always talk about capacity and learning to know your capacity to things. So like sometimes I was with a client last week and I said something about like, you know, well, you know, you released your capacity level. Like it's like the you emptied the bucket, you know, and like, I know people refer to it with the bucket. So like, know when your bucket's full kind of thing and be able to step back, learning to listen to your nervous system. And I will be speaking more on this coming up. And I know I keep saying that, but I will be speaking more on nervous system because I've been doing a lot of studying around that. But that's just like, it's not normal to live in an anxious body. Okay, like it's not normal to be stressed all the time. We've normalized it. And it's really friggin' shitty that we've done that. But 
we have normalized being exhausted. We've normalized being um, stressed all the time or anxious. And maybe not everybody. Like I know some people in my life that I'm like, man, I wish I had their chill. But um, again, this goes back to nervous system regulation. And this is just about learning to calm things, calm yourself. Like just learning to listen to yourself. Like I said, self-love is about bringing awareness back to you and your body. And um, the nervous system is one of them. And I also know about like, learning to stand up for yourself in a compassionate way and, you know, allowing others to be who they are. So I really feel that like people pleasing summed up in that way is like easier to understand. It's like, oh yeah, I could see that I need to set boundaries. Maybe we're not good at it, but, um, you know, that's, that's, we're getting better at it. That's kind of like how I've always looked at it. Like, oh, I'm like people pleasing in recovery, <laughs> like or whatever. But, you know, I've come to the terms and I, I know a lot of people, you know, I've spoke to feel that way too, is like, not everybody's going to like me and that's okay. That one's an easier to say than it is to live. And I'm going to unpack that one coming up here, but the other one is I, that I have personally learned, um, on my self-love and people pleasing was insincere, insincere stories. So like saying sorry when like to soothe things versus actually saying sorry in a position, in a situation that like is genuinely sorry. It's like an overused word, you know, it's like, I think sorry and I love you are like very overused words um, sometimes that should be saved for more appropriate times genuine situations anyway I think I'm off on a tangent but let's just ring it back here again okay people pleasing is a coping mechanism if you in your childhood in a job in a relationship, in family, community, church, whatever it could be. If you have felt uncomfortable, it's easier for a lot of people to people please. It eases the discomfort, right? Like, oh, something's uncomfortable here. I'm just going to like try to ease it. Like maybe people use humor, people use giving kindness, uh, doing all like doing things to take the attention off, like what's going on. People use people, uh, I'm using people here a lot, but it can be used as I want people to like me. I want people to like me. I want to fit in. I want to, um, I want others to think I'm a good person. So will people please. It's a coping mechanism, which is also a fear of loss. A fear of what people think of you. It's an insecurity. It's control. I'm going to try to control how other people see me. People think about me. And they won't be able to think anything else but really great if I just pour all this kindness onto them. People-pleasing is not 
kindness. It might be carried out with acts of kindness, but it's actually you abandoning yourself. (laughs) Yeah, I know. People pleasing is you abandoning yourself, your feelings, your emotions, your opinions, your thoughts, your time, money, energy, all of those. You abandon that to take care of someone else's. Because if we feel that we can control a situation by people pleasing or we can ease the discomfort or we can say sorry to soothe things or um, not have to deal with our own big emotions. And that was the big one that I think stood out for me was this idea of comfort and ease. Because I think that we can all think of a situation right now that we've been in and it was uncomfortable. And it's easier to just say yes to give something to say sorry, even if it's not meant or agree with someone, even if you don't agree. We're not responsible for other people's feelings. And when I say that it was learned in childhood, there's a lot of people that had to learn to do that as a coping mechanism. I'm going to read the room. I'm going to understand how others are acting and feeling, and I will respond accordingly to ease this situation for myself. That's sad, but a reality and a huge one for a lot of people. I'm going to try to control the environment as much as possible. I'm going to tiptoe around people. I'm going to be seen and not heard. Right? Like, quiet, you're too much. Like, why are you always asking for things? It was really mind-blowing when I watched this documentary this weekend um, called The Wisdom of Trauma. And I think his name is Gabor Mati. Oh my God, I just said it right for the first time all week. I've been sharing this with people all week and I finally said his name right. Gabor Mati. He's a doctor. He's a Canadian, I believe. Um, I believe, yes. Anyway, I've been listening to his... uh, talks. I have been uh, reading one of his books. I talked about it on the last podcast with Michelle, uh, The Hidden Secrets of Stress, I think it is. And he has another one called Scattered Minds. He talks about ADHD, but his, his whole theory is that a lot of mental health issues we're facing, a lot of Anger issues, power issues, all of that addiction comes down to trauma and not necessarily the traumatic event, but how we responded to the trauma. And in a lot of times for a lot of different people, and it's, you know, it's touchy to kind of talk about trauma, maybe I need to get better and and more comfortable at talking about it because I never ever want to discount someone else's 
trauma to say that like, oh, well, you know, all trauma is trauma, but because uh, I do know that there's some that's, you know, very traumatic and it's a different level of healing and, and a bigger impact on someone's life. But the thing is, is that we've also been taught that somebody has it worse than us. So ours doesn't matter. You know, like that was, that's a way to suppress. It's a way to shut up. It's a way to not have to process or deal because a lot of generations um, were taught that. And it's a societal thing. It's not, everybody wants to blame their own family. Uh, but I think it's way more to do with the generational thing. And it still happens today in this world, unfortunately, in place in other countries. But, and, and I'm sure in this country as well. But um, I think in North America, it's become a little bit more where people feel you know, they matter or not all, but like, I think that we're getting to a better place of hoping, hopefully helping other people feel seen or that their opinion matters. But again, it's, it's like not nowhere near perfect or anywhere. It's just, I think just like 1% better, maybe. Okay. Just tangent again, bring it back Chanel. Okay. So what people pleasing is, is you abandoning yourself. You're literally abandoning your own needs, your thoughts, your emotions, your feelings, like have you been in a situation where you like agree with someone and you really don't agree and then you leave and you're like, oh my God, like, can you even believe that? But you agreed with them. Why? Because you didn't want the uncomfortable confrontation to have a different opinion. You wanted to avoid conflict. Or you're in a conversation with someone and you're feeling angry or fear of rejection so you discount your own thoughts and feelings to avoid getting angrier rejected people not liking you we will abandon ourselves so quickly I have done this thousand times before on my way to go do something I mean that was a bit more of an intense one but like I'll be on my way to go do something and Someone needs something and I'll just completely abandon it. Then by the end of the week, I'm like, oh man, I still never got to do that. And I'm not saying don't do nice things for people. Like that's not at all what I'm saying. Like, you know, please kindness is is so important, but people pleasing is not kindness. It is, like I said, it's a way to ease. It's a way to blame. If I do things for other people that I don't want to do and then I regret it or I'm resentful and I didn't get to do things for me. I have someone else to blame for me abandoning myself. I will be praised and people will like me and everything else, but I might not like me. Like this idea just blew my mind that I was like, oh, wow, it really is an abandonment of self. So yeah, sure, we can like know that, okay, I need to set better boundaries and I know my limits and my capacities and, you know, my nervous system feels okay. But like this idea to not become aware and just keep going instead of actually taking a step back and giving yourself time. (laughs) This is a big one. Like 
you don't have to answer people right now. If someone asks you to do something, you can take your time to respond. Like you have a choice and your choice matters. And you can also set boundaries for yourself. You know what? No. Like I recently just had to do. Like no, I need to hibernate a little bit. I need to get back in touch with my feelings, see what's going on, see what I'm feeling, see how I'm connecting so that I could make a sound decision from my gut, not my head. Because self-love is about bringing awareness back to you, your body, and yourself, meaning your needs. And realizing that you do matter and your opinion matters. And you don't need to be sorry for everything just to soothe things. You don't have to avoid conflict. I'm not saying rush out and get have conflict. But like I had this really great conversation with someone last week. And we had completely different views on something. Of course, it was political. And um, I probably would never have gotten this conversation with someone else. But uh, we both have this or we both seem to have this way in the conversation that we fully respect the other person's views and it's just okay (laughs) like she, she can think what she wants and I can think what I want and we can share why and it's respected and it's not fought and it's not trying to control someone else that's where we get lost in all of this but like You don't have to fight about it. It's just like, oh, that's a cool perspective. I never thought about that. Or I never, not a cool perspective, maybe. It's a horrible perspective, like whatever. But like we're not responsible for other people's feelings. We don't go out and intentionally hurt them or do anything. But we are responsible for ours. And... The reason why self-love has been so important to me, and I'm going to recap on a bit of the stuff I've talked about previously to tie into some of this people-pleasing, is because, um, like I said, it's a learned thing in childhood for a lot of people, and it's not, you're like, you're not doomed. (laughs) You're not doomed for life. You can still be a kind person and not be a people-pleaser, you can still have friends and loved ones and not be a people pleaser. Like I don't need to, I don't know who needs to hear this today, but uh, also your self-worth is not tied to how many people need you or how many people like you. Yep. What matters is if you like you and what matters is if you feel good. And this idea of abandoning yourself is when things get uncomfortable that it's the it's the escape it's how we escape and escaping can be everything from people pleasing coping mechanism it can be um shopping it can be eating could be alcohol drugs sex porn which i mean would th- seem like sex as well but like serial dating just anything to try to take the attention off of how i'm feeling but it's like you put it onto something else to avoid feeling whatever's inside and for a lot of people you've never been taught to feel i watched this tiktok of this 79 year old man this week 
And um, he said that we think feelings instead of feel feelings because it's been generationally taught. And that's why it's really uncomfortable for us to feel feelings. And I've talked about this before because I remember sharing with you guys that like I, when I first started this journey about five years ago, I think I knew how to feel maybe three feelings, like happy, angry, sad, maybe bored, but I don't even, I think bored can be sad too. Like there's so many, but there's like so many emotions out there to feel. And now that I get used to it and I I feel like, okay, what is this I'm feeling? It's, I connect more and more with myself. And that's the whole goal of talking about this with you guys is because whether it be I'm discussing exercising and your diet, and that is an escape. It's if I look a certain way, somebody will like me or I will like me or, um, you eat to f- to feel something or you eat for um, impulse. You mindlessly eat. I mindlessly ate, I'm not even joking you guys, a full bag of arrow mint things the other night. Like mindlessly ate them. I thought I had a couple and like the whole bag was gone. I mean maybe there was only a couple in the bag. That's me trying to make myself feel better. But um, also, you know, shrinkflation. <laughs> but uh yeah it's diet it's exercise it's um your it's anything physical about yourself then when you tend to that and you start to start to look within like the self love is you know and people always say to me like I don't want to go I don't want to look back and I'm like man if you want if you don't if you want to move forward differently if you want to move forward differently in your life, you have to look back. I don't mean you guys stuck there. I don't mean you got to hang out there for too long. That's why it's important to like have a coach or a therapist or someone who can help guide you through that is because you have to look back. You have to connect the dots. Why don't I love myself? Why am I constantly people pleasing? Why can't I put myself first? Why can I not stick to workout programs? Why am I never happy at my job? Why am I always burnt out? Why am I always, you know, picking the wrong partners? Why am I always failing? Like, I mean, it could be anything for anyone. Okay. Why do I always feel like a bad mom? Why do I, (laughs) like the list could go on and on. You get the point. You have to look back in order to look forward. And realizing that some of the things you've been taught are wrong, like so fucking wrong. Sorry, I shouldn't curse. I told myself I was going to do better not do that. Okay. But um, it's wrong. Some of the things you've been taught that I've been taught, like they're completely wrong. People pleasing does not make you a good person. You know what makes you a good person is knowing what your capacity is. Knowing when you need to say no because you're going to feel horrible and resentful and not good if you put your if you abandon yourself to look after someone else. What does feel good and what is kindness is being able to give to others when you've given to yourself. 
And so many people, when I first start on a journey with people, they always say to me, I don't have time. I don't have anything else to give. I can't give to myself. Well, you can keep believing that, but you actually gain more time. You gain more energy. You gain more emotions. You gain more by learning to take care of yourself. That's it. Like, you don't have the option to not. If you want to, if you're feeling in life like, man, I can't keep doing it this way. I want to be better at something. I want to achieve this goal. I want to get, you know, in a healthy relationship. Uh, I want to feel healthier as a person. But you keep hitting a brick wall. There's reasons why. And that's why I wholeheartedly believe that unpacking all of that, this all comes back to self-love. And people-pleasing is about that connection part with others. It's about that um, social pillar that I talk about. But it's also about your emotional pillar. It's about your physical pillar, spiritual pillar. When is enough is enough? When do I need to look after myself? When do I need to stand up for myself? Why do I care that people like me or don't like me? Like, it does not matter. You get one life. One. And my aunt said something really important to me a few weeks ago. And she said, like, we were talking about something. I'm not going to share about it. And she just said, like, don't make the mistake that I made. And I don't know why, but that hit me differently. It just hit me differently because it wasn't coming from a place of trying to control. It wasn't coming from a place of um, that she felt responsible for my feelings. It was none of that. It wasn't like, I'm going to try to fix you. It was just in a situation that um, could have been very similar and there's paths to take. And her saying that made me realize what, what one path would lead to. And I'm going to tell you that today. You can continue to abandon yourself or you can start to show up for yourself. But it does not matter who likes you, loves you, is there for you. Yes, it does. Let me rephrase that. That does matter. But what matters more is how you show up for yourself. So if you do anything today, just show up for yourself. Somehow, some way, do something for yourself. I love you. I'm so excited to be back. Thank you for tuning in to another episode. And uh, shoot me your DMs. Ask me your questions. Let's go. Thank you. I'm over here giving you a virtual high five. We just finished another podcast together. I hope you enjoyed it. I'd love to hear your takeaways. What were your favorite parts or continue this conversation? Head over to my Instagram. It will be listed in the show notes. Let's continue to grow together. With love, Shandell.